Hi, and you're listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenilee Samuel. Many of you have been so sweetly asking how you can help promote and support the podcast. And so I've thought about it, and there are a couple ways that are super easy and super efficient. Firstly, sharing any posts that I make about an episode, rating and reviewing on social media and iTunes is huge. This is so simple and yet it really helps get the word out to more people and it actually helps me come up higher in iTunes search results so then people are able to find the podcast more easily. Secondly, you can financially support monthly through the Anchor app, which is where I'm hosted, or on Patreon. Just go to the Anchor app and hit support, or you can give through Patreon as a monthly member. Just visit patreon.com slash javawithjen. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash javawithjen, and sign up to be a monthly member at whichever amount that you prefer. Your donations help me to continue to put my time back into my podcast so I can keep giving back to you. Now, some of you have already been doing this, and I am so grateful. Thank you so much, because when y'all do this, it encourages me so very much. So that, again, was share, rate, review on social media and iTunes, or give financially through Anchor or Patreon. Okay, with all that said, thanks for listening, and let's get back to the show. All right, you guys, thanks so much. This is Jen. Thank you for joining me for another week at Java with Jen. And today's guest, I'm super excited to introduce to you. Um, She and I are actually still just forming a new friendship, but I came across her accidentally um, through a connection with Compassion International, and we made connection over Instagram, and she has been such a sweetheart to give her time and share her heart and just make some time uh, with me and with you guys. So I just wanted to bring her wisdom into today's show as she shares some things that have been on her heart. So please welcome Demetria Stallings. Demetria, thanks for joining, girl. Oh my goodness, Jen. It's so amazing to be here with you and your listeners. I'm excited. Oh yeah. Okay. So tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. Just, I didn't, I didn't really hit anything cause I want to let you explain it. You'll explain it better than I will, but give them a little summary of who you are, what you've been up to the last year or so and what you feel like the Lord's got in store for you. Yeah, totally. Oh, first of all, thank you again for having me on the show. But listen, so for me, I like to say that I'm a permission giver um, who helps vision casters to be their best self as they dream, cast vision, and not only cast that vision, but live that vision out holistically, mind, body, soul, and spirit. I feel like the Lord has created such a space recently for me to, like what I like to say, come away with Him. like there was an invitation of um, understanding who I was fully. Um, I believe that we all come into moments where we serve other people, and then there's moments where we still serve other people, and then the Lord begins to cause branches to come out of us. And then there's moments where now we come away to a place where now we are feeding others. And although we might be serving in a organization or ministry, it's not as attached where our identity is attached Mm -hmm. to that. It's more our identity attached to Him and him sharing with us the fullness of who we are. And I feel like in the last year, that's what's been my trajectory for me Mm. and my path for me. And I I kind of feel 
but like it's almost been at least six months of it since January um, um, has been the whole season of uh, of, of Joseph. Uh, and so yeah. I can get into that a little bit later maybe, but yeah, totally. So that's what I feel. I'm a, a worship leader, um, a, let's see, YouTuber. I have my own <laughs> show called Demetria TV. Um, I'm a um, purpose coach. And so, yeah, that's, that's who I am and a speaker. That is so awesome, man. You are jack of all trades, but all in a vein, all in a vein. I can see this. Okay. So, um, you currently, you were sharing with me a little bit about producing stuff. You work for CBN. Mm-hmm. At the current moment, I work for uh, the Christian Broadcasting Network. I'm the guest segment producer. And so what I do is I produce all the segments for the guests that come to, on the 700 Club, as well mm-hmm. as the 700 Club interactive shows. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so cool. So that must be how you got connected with Compassion International. Nope, I did not get, um, I actually got um, connected with Compassion International from another network that I was invited into, um, um, and it was Initiative Network, that's what it's called, and so I was at a retreat with them, and Compassion International came on there, and that's how I got introduced. Wow, okay, small world, so, okay, so for a little bit of backstory for my listeners, so I met you because Mm -hmm. a friend of mine who's also a podcaster met Christy Christie, who oversees, actually, I'm interviewing Christy next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she oversees all the Compassion International speakers that they work with to help get kids sponsored and stuff. Yeah. Anyways, so I got introduced to Christy through my friend Courtney. And on one of the calls, one of the Zoom calls that Christy set up for all the speakers, you were on one of those calls. <laughs> and when they said hey to you, I was like, oh, she looks fun. And so I went and found you on Instagram straight away so I wouldn't forget your name. And then you were so sweet to message me back. And I didn't really even expect a response, but you were so sweet to respond. And so that's how I met you. So yes. super fun. Okay. So then you, you're totally in. So you're in the YouTuber world. You're in the media production world. You're mm-hmm. in the life coaching um, worship leading, yeah. you're a spiritual leader because you really love to mentor and, um, pour what you have into other people. It sounds like, is that yeah. right? I, I love one of my biggest passions is to see others become who they really are destined to be and called to. And one of the reasons I feel like I have a passion for that is because we have, I feel like, of course, we have different personalities, but I feel like there are people that are in the world um, who are multifaceted and feel like they have to only focus on only one thing or be just one thing that they're good at. And what if there are other things. I feel like God is multifaceted. Um, and yeah. so what if that person has three things inside of them that they can really build themselves, i.e. Bishop Jakes is one. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Oprah Winfrey is another. She's not just, she wasn't just a television host. She was a philanthropist. There's just different people that we can pull out and say, and I'm just using them as examples mm-hmm. uh, in our society and in the world. Um, but uh, that made me feel like, hey, People are telling people they should only do one thing. That I don't agree with that. I feel like if you are multifaceted, maybe you need to focus in one area and develop that area so then you can go and develop another area later on. Um, but don't limit yourself um, if you have more than one thing inside of you. So that's part of the gist of pouring into others as well. Okay, I love that. And I love, I feel like my listeners will, a lot of them will probably really connect with that idea of, having a number of different passions and not 
always knowing which one to pursue or how to go about doing all of them. Yeah. Or you're right, like the the concept is out there of like a singular focus makes you more razor sharp and effective. Right. But then I'm I'm kind of like you where it's like, you know, I have, you know, a handful of things that I'm passionate about that I could be really good at. Yeah. But I, I, in different seasons, have seen different ones will be developed. So how, what would you say to the listeners if they find themselves in that boat? How do they determine where to invest their time and, and when they're spread too thin? Yeah, that's so good. First of all, let me just commend you for even being honest about that. Because I think in our society, some people shy away from <laughs> sharing you know, that they have different passions. And um, um, I would say you have to really get into the space where to hear the voice of God, if you will, mm-hmm. um, and to have a relationship with God. There was something that my one of my friends said, and just recently I was talking to her and she sent me a message. She was like, hey, D, you know, um, um, the Lord just put it on my heart and told me if I would tend to his heart, then he will take care of my life mm-hmm. and my entire mind. And even even though we know this stuff, we know these important, beautiful things. But when she said it, something in me clicked. And I was like, if I will continue to build my relationship with God, he will then take care of my life and show me specific things that I need to focus on. Uh, And uh, whether it is you have to wrestle, let me give you a quick story. Um, I was um, uh, in April, I was kind of wrestling with God with um, everything that happened. I don't know if this is going to be produced after COVID or still during COVID. But when COVID first hit, all of us know it affected us in several different ways. And for me, one of the ways that affected me, because I travel and lead worship and I travel and speak, um, was um, my income with doing that um, internationally and nationally. And so um, I asked the Lord, I was like, Lord, I know you're providing for me, but what is it that you want me to do? Is there anything that you want me to partner with you in order to do it? it is that you called me to. And then I still was wrestling with all these things that are inside of me. Well, long story short, he showed me something when he showed me that thing. I was like, Oh yeah, you know, you pass by. And then he said it again. Like it was almost like I could hear him say it. So I went downstairs and I began to pray. And when I prayed, I said, Lord, you have to show me strategy. And that's Mm -hmm. the number one key I want to say too is one, um, go ahead, get in relationship with God in the point where you can ask him, you can come to him, you can love him. You tend to his heart and let him, um, direct your life. But not only that, number two, then begin to ask the questions, ask the real questions. What, how I need strategy. Can you show Mm -hmm. me strategy? And when I asked him for strategy, he literally gave me strategy out of, it started with Hebrews 11 and three. And it says, by faith, we understand that the universe was formed by God's command so that what's seen was not made out of what is visible. So what's inside of you, you might not see, but we have faith. And so the Lord began to say the strategy, the next strategy is faith. I believe with all my heart that God put these things inside of me. So, Father, I have faith to know that and understand that you created and formed the universe by your word and by your command. So I believe that you're going to speak your word to me. Um, And as you speak your word to me, I know that what I don't see right now, something's going to be made even though it's not visible. Does that make sense? Yeah, so good. So So good. Um, the Lord began to shine on me. And so I would say, number one, as I said before, is get real with God. You know, the relationship, make sure it's deep. You know, don't mm-hmm. don't put him, make sure he's a priority. Make that the number one thing. Number two is to ask the questions, you know, ask for strategy. Number three, go ahead and um, go ahead and begin to walk in faith in that and ask the Lord to show you, to show you what's inside of you. So I hope that helped. 
Yeah, that's super good. So good. Okay, so you mentioned recently, and I think this is probably connected to this, um, recently stepping away from social media, which you do a lot on social media. So that was kind of, you know, that <laughs> comes with a little more weight to do that. Yeah. Um, to, in order to take time to really press into the Lord's voice and his leadership on your life. So how did that go? Like, did you see a real direct impact from stepping away from all the voices on social? Tell us about that. Yeah, totally. I, um, became more focused. Um, and like you said, like almost everything that I do, whether it's my music or whether it's, um, the shows, everything that I do is pumped through social media. And that's how people normally find out. I do do email lists, but I mean, emails, but, um, but a lot of it is from social media. So take because I felt like the Lord was asking me, will you again, come away with me? I just feel like it's such a season of preparation of knowing who he is for what's next. And so it went really well because it allowed me to see clearly, um, not take any biases, not, um, not allow noise to cloud uh, my judgment or how I act or respond. Um, Jen, it was just really funny. I'm going to share really quickly, um, a, 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 a dream I had. And that dream was, I was sitting in this, while well, I was standing in this room and I like to say, uh, a, a person of a high figured authority, um, who has a lot of wisdom and a lot of people ask for wisdom was there and was talking to me and was sharing all these nuggets and all this wisdom. I don't remember anything they said, except for this one thing they mm -hmm. said to me, the last thing they said to me was whatever you do, do not get angry. Whatever you do, do not get angry. And I'm thinking, what? What do you mean? Like, whatever. I'm not an angry person. Like, why? And it's almost <laughs> like you need it is like you need to work on your anger. And I'm like, what? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And Jen, um, I remember waking up and just praying into it. And I actually shared it with a friend. And the friend said, I really believe that was like a spirit of wisdom and counsel, you know, and in the Bible, it talks about um, the spirit of um, counsel and might. And so I began to study that a little bit. And uh, the next day, something happened that really triggered my past. Um, mm -hmm. And then um, everything that happened with Joyce, George Floyd happened mm -hmm. on the same day. And I had my two nephews who were spending the night um, and had all these emotions. And I'm an aunt, I'm not a mom. So like, don't get me wrong, but it's almost like, how, what do I say to these boys? And all of a sudden I could feel my emotions rising because so much was going on at one time. Mm -hmm. And then you saw all that was going on social media. And I felt myself getting angry and the dream came back to me, right? Wow. So when the dream came back to me, I was like, okay, Lord, I know that I need to silence myself so that I won't get angry and so that I can listen to what you have to say so that what I'm producing is not out of feeling. It's producing out of truth. Yes. I so good. Truth. That's so good. Girl, that makes me think of this. Um, in I think it's in Matthew. I was reading earlier in, in COVID, and I was starting to get kind of overwhelmed. Speaking of all the voices on social, I was starting to get really overwhelmed and I had to really guard what I was watching, as most people did and do, still do. And yeah. um, and I read in Matthew where Jesus is talking with Peter, and he's telling him that he's about to be taken away and beaten and killed. And Peter is like, no, no, Lord, let it not be, you know. And then Jesus yeah. says, get behind me, Satan. And then the rest of that phrase is what caught my attention, though, where he said, because you do not think of the father's thoughts, you think only from a human perspective. Ooh, and, so and I was like, 
Peter's perspective was a very natural, normal response. Yeah. If someone you love is telling you, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to be brutally killed. It's like, no, you know, that should never happen. (laughs) And so that was a very human response, but his human response was enough that it would because he didn't have the father's thoughts and wasn't discerning, hey, the Lord has a plan here, that was enough to get him in alignment with the enemy's agenda to try to derail Jesus's destiny, you know? And so I, that's echoed in my heart this whole time of like, I can't afford to just have a human response. I have to have the father's thoughts because if I just have a human response, I could very well be partnering with the enemy's work in my life rather than the Lord's. So good. Huge. And so what you just said makes me think of that. And like, that's such a big deal. And I just love how you've built your life to lean into the Father's wisdom and direction and counsel. And you're right. That dream, how kind of the Lord to give you that before that happened. How kind. And thank you for saying that because that's encouraging. And with what you're saying is when we do lean in or when we have um, not the world's perspective or human perspective, if you want specifically with um, things that are changing society, Mm -hmm. um, I think um, the beauty of it is when we can pull back and listen to his voice, then we also produce. I mean, there's seed, time, and harvest. That's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. There's a time to plant, um, um, and then there's time for it to hold and wait and to grow, and then there's a time for harvesting it. But if we're constantly putting seed in the ground and trampling it, or if we're only waiting, it won't. I mean, if we only put seed in the ground and trampling it, we will never allow it to grow in order for us to harvest it. Mm-hmm. And so what are our waiting periods? What are we allowing ourselves to have waiting periods, whether that's coming off of social media? It says, wait on the Lord and be a good courage. It says, wait again, I say, on the Lord. And waiting isn't necessarily just being still. Waiting can be an active of obedience. What is the Lord telling you to do? And for me, he told me to wait as opposed to pulling off of social media so that I can produce. And wow. I feel like from that, so much has come out of it. Mm. Uh, so much has come out of it. More clients with my coaching, I'm not just sharing with them nuggets from my past. I'm sharing now moments, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, fresh revelation. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, just different things, songs that are starting to develop inside of me. Um, Again, fresh content. So, yeah, Yeah. fresh revelation. That's so so good. It's so huge. I mean, social is such a big part of our society and our communities. And... I mean, it's just normal now to, when you're bored, even at a stoplight, open your phone yeah. and scroll through social, which is just <laughs> exactly. so ridiculous. Really. Exactly. But, oh, sometimes I just get sick of it because that's my job, you know, and I manage yeah. so many accounts. I'm like, I don't want to stare at another <laughs> social screen again. But, um, but yeah. it is. And so it's huge that we take those personal, speaking of boundaries earlier, that we create those personal boundaries for ourselves to create that safe space for our relationship with the Lord to flourish. I love that. Okay, so going back to the Lord's leading in your life, you also mentioned to me, look, I'm, re- I'm quoting you to yourself. Does that make you nervous? <laughs> um, you also shared with me that there was a while back when the Lord told you to let go of a staff that you had, like 13 people or something. What, what was that about? And tell me the process and journey of that because— I'm trying to think how I, I love how your life demonstrates faith living and following in obedience. And I think my listeners can really be blessed by seeing that in action. 
Yeah, man, that that was definitely a test run for me. Um, let me just say this. So number one, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of the Lord, yeah. right? So the word of the Lord, when he speaks, it can ignite if we yield to it and open to it. Um, we might fight it at first, but if we yield to it and open it, there's something that is ignited to take us to another level of living. Girl. Uh, and open and opening us up um, to see a whole different dimension of God of how good He is. Yeah, not just good for a parking spot, not <laughs> just good to provide um, food on my table. But now I can open up myself in obedience when He asks me to do something, yielding myself to that process, so that it opens me up to see Him face to face. I.e., the woman with the issue of blood. She was walking. She was behind Him, and she touched His uh, the hem of His garment. She touched His garment behind Him. But when that faith ignited, because because she touched him, right? Mm -hmm. We're touching God when we say yes. We touch wow. God in our obedience. We so tend good. to it. Okay. I'm about to cry because I can feel his love. I don't know who's listening right mm -hmm. now, but I feel like there's somebody who is listening right now and you've been feeling like I am trying to reach the hem of his garden, trying to reach the answers. I don't know what to do. I'm trying to reach God. And I just feel like the Lord is saying he is right there for you. And he is turning around the woman at the issue of blood when she's reached out in that faith moment, something ignited inside of her when he turned around, made her whole. He didn't just speak and say, who touched me when he found out who she was. He already knew. But when he opened the invitation for her to introduce herself, see how much of a gentleman he is? Mm, yeah. Opened up the invitation for her to introduce himself. All of a sudden, she was face to face with him. He brought her in front of him for the moment. And so when the Lord asked me, um, with I have a nonprofit called Letters of the Heart, um, and pretty much is what we we help children um, to put shoes on their feet. Um, and so I had to put that whole project on hold because the Lord said, "Will you do me a favor and will you let go of everyone that's voluntarily staff uh, volunteer on your staff?" And I was like, uh, "God, we just promoted this whole." <laughs> and what was funny is on my birthday, um, uh, we promoted it. Like it was a huge social media thing. We had a campaign. We were ready. We were going. And I was like, uh, we're about to raise these funds to put shoes on kids' feet through a music project. Like, how, like I don't understand. And he said, would you, would you do it for me? And I said, okay. So it was hard. It took me like three weeks to talk to them. But when yeah, I did, wow. it was interesting because they, they all knew. It was almost like it wasn't necessarily easy because there was no issues. There weren't any problems. Mm -hmm. And so it didn't make any sense. And I feel like somebody's watching right now. The Lord is asking you to do something. It doesn't make any sense. There aren't any issues. But I'm going to um i'm going to propose to you what if the lord wants to give you something bigger or wants to expand you in a larger capacity and the people that you are with it's not that they're bad it's not that you're bad it's not that you can't learn from them and they can't learn from you but what if there's something that is on their life that they need to go on their path and you need to go on your path in order to become yeah and yeah. so um i said yes to it. And when I did that, girl, it was crazy. I didn't understand it. And for like a month, I was like sad because I loved oh, all the yeah. people. I mean, we were meeting on a regular basis. We were taught, we were family. And, um, and w the next, like, I want to say two months later, all of a sudden I begin to see the hand of God of why I couldn't have 
12, I mean, 13 people with me because something new God wanted me to focus on. I was focused on everybody else, but the Lord told me specifically, I want you to focus on your brand. I want you to focus on YouTube. I want you to focus on this. And now I'm coaching. Now the YouTube has started, is growing. All this stuff started being birthed out of my obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I had that staff, I would have only focused on that one project. Sure, and sure. the Lord wanted me to do more. So, girl, that's... <laughs> Wow. That's so good. And that goes back to the thing you were talking about earlier about being so diversified. Like that was an example where the the Lord gave you instruction of how to shepherd, if you will, shepherd your different talents so that you could be properly positioned for what was next. So good. That's so good, man. I, um, when we went on our, our ministry sabbatical a year ago, I had really considered enrolling in college and was like, yeah, because I had babies upon babies upon babies and never got to get school done. So I was like, hey, this is a great time to go back to school. So I was considering it, never had a real fire under me about what degree to choose. But I was was going to this women's conference that I've spoken at for a couple of years, but I was just attending this time. And the, um, the keynote speaker, her husband, pulled me over in the parking lot and he said, hey, I have a word for you. And he said, there's something you're considering doing right now, but the Lord says not now, because if you pick it up, you will not be in proper position for what he has next for you. So good. I know it was so good. And I was so grateful because I was like, in school was the only thing that I was kind of on the fence about. I was like, eh, I just don't know. And I was so thankful for the Lord's kindness to give such a clear word. And interestingly enough, I had given her a real special offering, um, just out of love, you know, because she's a friend of mine. And I feel like the Lord even was honoring, like, hey, you sewed into her and you showed her honor. So I'm going to release a word to you from her husband. Um, but it was just so kind of the Lord to do that because like you, when you've got so many things going, sometimes it's hard to know where yeah. to focus. And I have just found that when we take the time to pray and set step aside and seek the Lord, He'll give us counsel. But if we're not taking that time, He's not obligated to give us that counsel, you know? Yeah. I love what you just said. Like if we take the time and when you said that it triggered something in my heart. And I think too, we have to allow ourselves to rest. Um, and so when somebody especially is a creative, um, I don't know who's listening. Um, if your audience are, I, I believe there are a lot of creatives cause you're such yeah. a creative, but, um, I believe that there are times that we must allow ourselves to have boundaries within ourselves to take time to rest, to be still, to do something of your favorite things so that you can be still and know that he's God. Um, You and I both have um, been so, uh, yes, we need time with Jesus. But have you ever thought of even having time with Jesus and watching a movie or going to have time with Jesus and go hiking? You know, like different things that feed your soul, you know, and um, your mind and your body, like, um, allow yourself to come away in that aspect too. So when you said it just triggered, when you said time, I was like, man, yes, time. Yes. Yes. Time to reinvest and invigorate. I actually shared on a, a couple episodes ago about quiet times and how I've connected with the Lord. And one time the Lord asked me, it was back in college and he was like, I was like, Lord, I want to connect with you, but not in the traditional sense. Can we do something special <laughs> and unique? Aww. And, uh, he was like, sure, put on Frank Sinatra, because I was obsessed then. He goes, put on oh. Frank Sinatra and paint your nails. Oh and my so, because he knew I love both of those. So I sit down and I start doing it. And girl, 
it happened only this time, never happened since. The Lord touched the lyrics of the songs with so much freshness that uh-huh. I was sitting there sobbing because the uh-huh. Lord was touching my heart with Frank Sinatra. I love, <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it was so great. I love but it. But anyways, okay, so you mentioned, and uh, you know, we've got a few minutes left, but I wanted to give you a t- give you some time to talk about what you said was on your heart, which is walking in favor, faith, and love to negate fear, lack, and hate. So like unpack this goodness for us. <laughs> All right. So because we don't have a lot of time, I won't go into great depths, but one of the things is when we walk in favor, like it's almost like the opposite. So when we walk in favor, we won't have fear. When we walk in faith, there's no lack. When we walk in love, the hate begins to go away or whatever it is that causes disruption or discord. And so I feel like the Lord is really beginning to put on our lives to um, not necessarily ignore, but begin to capitalize on favor, faith, and love to um, to diminish um, the fear, lack, and hate. Does that make sense? And yeah. so I feel like because favor, favor causes increase. Favor causes supernatural increase and promotion um, based on Genesis 39 and 21. Favor also produces recognitions, even when it doesn't seem like we're likely to receive that based on 1 Samuel 16 and 2. There's so much that favor does. And so when favor does that and we begin to articulate that, when we begin to speak those things, all of a sudden that fear goes away so that we're not, um, not, not stepping into the places where God has called us into. I also feel like God is even on my personal walk, Jen, like I I can't even stress this enough is I have seen the favor of God in my life that just blows my mind. And sometimes we forget. And so that's where the faith has to come in to recall what's already done in you. And, and so faith again comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So putting the word of God in you so you can speak that the word of God in you so that you can live out this life without fear. And then the whole love thing, um, especially with all that, um, we have gone through with the world recently. There's just so much that has transpired that Mm -hmm. really can cause our hearts to become hardened or cause our hearts to um, not be in the place um, where we can receive well um, Mm -hmm. and receive relationship relationships well. And I just feel like, I mean, that's not a color thing. That's just all around I'm saying. Um, And so my heart is like, Lord, give us an understanding. Teach us how to love again. Teach us how to walk in favor again. Teach us how to be in faith again um, so that we can love well and see your heart. So that's that's the gist of mm. what I feel. I'm still really walking out of that. Who knows? It might end up being a book or an ebook or something, but it's just something that's really been on my heart lately um, is looking at these three things that negate the other three. Yeah. The, well, and that reminds me of that scripture, that scripture that says that we overcome evil with good. Yes. And so like these things that you're talking about aren't just aren't just good godly things. They're literally forces that overcome evil and that defeat those things. And so I just love that. So what are some final thoughts that you'd leave with my listeners? But don't hang up listeners because we do have our last segment, which is life hacks. Very quick little life-saving tip for you. Um, my final thought really is to, if if there's anything I could say, is just really know that you are loved. You are truly cherished. Um, and your, your calling is not to only go out and do things like your calling is to be loved. Like you are 
called to be loved and allow yourself to open up to that thought of there is a God that loves me. There is one that cherishes me. And when we begin to live out of those things, we will uh, be able to cast vision. We will be able to live a life holistically, mind, body, soul, and spirit. And it's so imperative that whenever you're going forward in life, that you allow your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit. And I like to break it up. The spirit and soul people like to connect, but I like to break it up. Um, but um, it's so imperative for you to heal in these areas mm-hmm. because the Lord began to deal with me when he started um, telling me about this lifestyle of coaching that I would do p- with purpose and vision casting. Um, he said, D, so many people can can have vision. They can cast that vision and they can go forward and go hard and go strong. And they can do it with all intents of serving others and all intents of serving me. But if they don't have the... Uh, the character or they don't have the development or they don't allow their their mind, body, soul, and spirit, their hearts to be tendered or to process or to work through or to be whole and to heal. They won't have the longevity that it takes mm-hmm. to carry that which has been given to them or to carry the vision out fully um, mm-hmm. if they don't have that. And so I want to just challenge um, who's listening to make sure you allow yourself to heal. Allow yourself to heal your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit. Take time for that so that you can be all that you were created to be. So that's my like final thoughts. I love it. I love it. That reminds me of, have you read the book? Um, crap, what is it called? It's like uh, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. No. Girl, they have a whole line. It's emotionally. It's so good. So, so good. So good. It's called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And he talks about exactly that, how you cannot be spiritually healthy if you're not emotionally healthy. Come on. It's so so good. They've got a whole line around emotionally healthy woman, emotionally healthy children, emotionally healthy husband, you know, stuff like that. So I love that. I love that. It's so good. Okay. So, all right, friends, on to our favorite part of the show, which is life hacks. So, all right, girl, tell us your life hack. Okay, so really quick, people um, laugh. I love to take dresses and um, make them into shirts. And so the reason I say that is because a part of my heart is fashion. And so with fashion, I feel like the Lord um, covered the temple with gold and we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so I would love to encourage you to cover yourself um, and adorn yourself the way that you feel comfortable doing so. And so one of my life hacks is I like to put shirt, I mean, dresses on and I'll put on leggings or I'll put on even a what do you call that um jeans or something and then i'll even put a belt around to allow that to become a shirt and you can switch it up with just being a dress if you want to do that as well so fix it up that way perfect and girl you know i love me some fashion too so another reason we get along so great (laughs) it's awesome that's so great well and you know what what you just described i don't know how tall are you i'm five two oh you're five two okay I'm 5'8", but when I wear heels, I'm like six foot one. So <laughs> wearing dresses as shirts is like a must-do requirement for me because Must. they're always too short to wear as dresses. Oh, and God. so I have to, I get to and always rock the style get you're talking you. about. I love that. Oh, Lord. I- love that. I love That's that. That's so awesome. Well, thank you, Demetria, so much. Look, we 
35 minutes. Perfect timing. We did so good. And we crammed so much. You shared so much revelation, so much depth, so much heart. You get two prophetic girls together and we're just going to have some fire. So thank you so much for just coming and making the time. I know that your life is one of of getting all the things done right now. So I appreciate you fitting me in there and, and blessing my listeners with your wisdoms and insight. Oh my goodness, it's such an honor. And if um, if anybody wants to, I don't know how you want to do it, but DemetriaStallings.com, people can reach me that way too. And I just want to yes. bless you and what you do. And I'm just so excited just to partner with you in this way and just to see God move. Thank you. I'm so glad you brought that up. Actually, how can people find you on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube? Yeah, Instagram. Um, if you go to DemetriaStallings.com, you can see all where my Instagram and all that is. Um, but, um, Facebook is Demetria Stallings. Um, there is two because there's a personal one, but that is maxed out. And so (laughs) I do, I do all my interviews, live interviews on the Facebook live on my other page on my public page. So you can find me there. Instagram is the same thing. Demetria dot, um, Stallings. And yeah, that's how you can get a hold of me. Perfect girl. I love it. Well, thank you so much for jumping on here. And as always, it was such a delight to get to talk to you. Oh yay! Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. For those of you who've rated or shared this podcast on social media, thank you. Reading your comments and reviews always means so much to me. Listen, let's stay connected. Come follow me on Instagram at Java with Jen, where you can follow the latest and say hey. It's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the Anchor app or on Patreon, or of course, by sharing, rating, and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Thank you to each of you for your ongoing support. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Until next time, remember, you've got this, and God's got you.